Shareable is part of C-Suite Radio. The guest becomes the host, and the host becomes the guest. This segment is called Now You Do Me. Don't make it weird. Mr. Jeff Gibberg, welcome to Now You Do Me. Thank you for uh, coming on to uh, your podcast here. Really appreciate that. Thanks so much for having me on my podcast, Travis. I really appreciate yeah, it. I hear my... Shareable is a fantastic podcast. Yes, yes, it is. It's uh, it's it's highly, highly rated. I think uh, you know all your listeners should go and rate and review it right now. So let me ask you this: So, wh- wh- how did you get started in the whole digital marketing space? Um, so I think if I were to trace it back to my early days, I was really into like the whole AOL chat room thing, like way back in the day when I was like a wee little one did prodigy Mm -hmm. bulletin boards and the Uh early days of fantasy sports and all that stuff. So I was always kind of a technology kid. I, you know, everything that came out, I was, I always had a computer. I was always a computer kid. I got to school, got really into graphic design and some photography and video production and all that sort of stuff. So it was constantly on the computer. And then, you know, uh, MySpace came along trying to figure out what to do with my career. I went back to business school and that was in 2007. And that was around, as you know, the time that um, Twitter started to become more of a conversation piece. Um, Still early days, but people were talking about it. Facebook opened up to the general public outside of just schools. And apparently I needed to have a LinkedIn thing. And when I first looked at it, I mean, it was sort of like the first time I laid eyes on the idea of social media. I was like, this is going to be huge, number one. Number two, I saw it as this democratizing force where anybody could have a voice. I was really like into the unicorn and rainbow side of uh, digital marketing, the kumbaya side uh, very early on. But I did see that it was going to be something that businesses were going to need to pay attention to. And in my MBA, I was like the, the redheaded stepchild. Everybody was there for finance and accounting and economics. And I was basically just a creative kid that was trying to figure out what to do. And I saw this as an opportunity. I knew that businesses were going to need help. And we were all at the same starting point. Nobody knew really much more than anybody else. So I figured I would just learn more than everybody else. I'd study people, I'd study technology, and I'd figure out a way to make it relevant for businesses. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's sort of like that. That's kind of the same thing that I did in my in my world. Was like, you know, none of the stuff that I learned, and none of the stuff that I do today, really, did I learn in any uh, you know education, you know, formatted education, right? It, it's self taught, most of it, right? Because you know, as Doc Brown said, where we're going, we don't need roads. Well, we actually need roads, but there are no roads. So a <laughs> little, little different on there. So let me ask you this then. So you, you are always checking out interesting stuff. You always have cool resources and things you're checking out. What are some of your must go to websites or online resources that you think people should just know about aside from shareable podcasts? Um, it's funny because I, I rarely like to give away my secrets as you do. You, you, you tell people about all the cool shit, but the, but what you do is you've given out like two or 300 different sites. So like embedded in there is probably like the one jewel, but, uh, there's a couple that I've seen recently that I think are just kick-ass tools that businesses can use. Like one is called Q, Q U U U dot co. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's totally kick-ass. That's, that's, that's a Sujin Patel product. Is it? Yeah, actually, yeah, I actually interviewed him. Uh, he's episode forty-nine coming up on Venture Beats uh, VB Engage podcast with Stuart Rogers and I. We were talking about that. He's got a bunch of those. He's got contentmarketer.o. He's got quuu.com.co or .com. He's got mailshake.com. He's got uh, he's got a bunch of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Another one. What's the other one? Pike.co. 
so many different ones. He's, he's basically yeah, I'm gonna have to get that list because I only know he's about building Q. All these, he's building all these little SaaS companies. Yeah. Yeah. So I did Q. But that one's real good. I think um, you know I I'm I'm real into Edgar uh, for you know recycling content. You know when when I put together a lot of these different tools, it's like you can really extend your reach. Uh, to to a pretty impressive extent, but like right now, my my real interest is I'm trying to look more into video blogging. I'm trying to look more into you know uh, successful podcasting and and how one goes about creating content for a living to a certain extent. Beautiful, that's good stuff. All right, so if you maybe had one, if you had one, let's say you know what you have three books you can take with you on a desert island. And that's it. Well, it's a desert have, island. That makes it difficult. I'm some, not going to interact you, with people. You can have some water too. Yeah, you have some. You have some water and three books. All right. Most of my books that I would recommend generally require other people because they're about people and how to interact with people and things mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, I but I, I flipped the switch on you. You son. did. You you really you kind of. <laughs> um, so it's funny because if I guess if I was on a uh, if I was on an island by myself and I had three books, I probably wouldn't take like some sort of fascinating, awesome novel that's kind of dark, like 1984, which I'm reading right now. And I'm like, this is amazing. So I probably wouldn't bring that because it'd be depressing. I'm already stuck on an island mm-hmm. by myself. I certainly wouldn't bring a business book because shit, there's nobody to do business with. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, I guess if I was stuck on an island all by myself, I'd probably bring some like softcore porn or something, you know, something mm-hmm. that's like real nice to read, some erotic literature, something to keep my mind active while I'm stuck mm-hmm. out there waiting to die on an island by myself. Yeah. You, you might want to get a survival book. You might want to bring one of those too. Ah, shit, that's so smart. Like a, like a survival <laughs> handbook. I guess I didn't see, think about that. See if you're going to think about that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that was like, like a trick question. Bring, he's going to bring, I'm going to bring porn. <laughs> I was just thinking if I'm by really? myself on an island, but a survival book really I'll is. I bought a an smart army move. survival guide. That ah, might be damn a good it. one. How big is this island? Very nice. And as I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here with an unsolved Rubik's Cube. I've had it since 1982, and uh, it's never been solved. Do you know how to solve a Rubik's Cube? Uh, if you go to Amazon.com, there's actually a book on that, and it's one that you can also bring to a deserted island. Yeah, it's nice. I've gotten to a certain point. I was watching some YouTube videos. Actually, I pulled this out of a box the other day. I was like, man, I've had this since 82. This is day 12,631 of it being still unsolved. You know, I kind of feel like solving a Rubik's Cube at this point in my life would be somewhat anticlimactic. And just because to me, it would be such a massive accomplishment to solve a Rubik's Cube. And I think that everybody else who has seen it done a million. I saw like what I think he was like an 11 year old kid looked at a Rubik's Cube for like a minute and a half or two minutes. And then they blindfolded him and he solved the thing in like under 30 seconds. So me taking however long. There's some algorithms there that I just that I've just been learning about. I was like, oh, I didn't realize there were these algorithms here and the different turns and the things that I go, ah, so I've actually got it to a point where the white, the, the white side is solved. And then all the, all the, you got to do the white cross first. You got to get the white here. Then you got to get the, you know, this has got to match the red side. This is going to match the green side and the orange side and the different side. So I'm getting closer. I th- I'm at a state right now where uh, I'm halfway through solving solving the things now there's the next little pieces if i can figure out how to do that well what we're going to need is for you to make sure that you give us an update that you have solved it number one uh and number two just a a a relatively uh like a non-sequitur that's related when i was a kid i actually had no idea how to solve rubik's cube so i honestly did believe that people just moved the stickers from one side to the other and everyone was just fucking with me Mm, yeah that's not true, though. But uh, that's it's, a, that's, it's not uh, that's true. A th- and actually, if you actually turn it a little bit, you can pop off one of these corner ones, and then you can 
rebuild it that way, but I've I've never actually done that. This thing is thirty some years old. I feel like that's cheating. That, that might yeah, be I don't want to cheat. I want to solve it for real, and so I've never I've never tried to cheat on it. But anyways, I want to say thank you so much for coming on to You Do Me. This was great having you on. Uh, uh, it's great to know that instead of survival guides, that you would bring softcore porn. Damn, I would, I'm I, never gonna I, live I, that one down. I, I might know. have to cut I'm this entire sure you probably, episode. You're probably gonna bring some hardcore. I mean, I don't know if you're being completely truthful. Uh, I mean, now that you mentioned the survival guide, I'm, now I'm, my train of thought is an entire different. I didn't even think I could leave this island. I thought I'd just yeah. be stuck there. Even yeah, if I was yeah. stuck there, survival like, guide you know might what? be good. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a hardcore survival guide. Yeah, it's hardcore survival <laughs> guide. Well, thank you for having me on your show, Travis. You were thank a phenomenal so host Thanks. and and really just just a tremendous tremendous work you're doing here with Now You Do Me. Thank you. If you want to hear me in future episodes, I'll be on the Venture Beat VB Engage podcast out every Tuesday. Booyah. Shameless plug. That was good. That yeah. wasn't even shameless. That no, was it wasn't. Prideful. It was good. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Travis. What's up, brother? We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Yep. Awesome. Later. That was so much fun. I can't even believe the guests that we get. I mean, can you believe the guests that we get? I can, actually. I schedule them. Awesome. Well done. Well, this episode for me was an absolute blast, and I hope everyone listening really enjoyed it. But now that we're in this fun little outro, what should people do next? Hmm. I think they should check us out on iTunes. Definitely go check us out on iTunes. And when you get there, subscribe, drop us a review, and then what's that one last thing we want them to do? share the episode oh that's right that's right it's in the name so please share this episode tell everyone you know and we'll see you on the next episode of shareable bye